Tim, yes, sir. We're here for episode seventy-four. Nice win yesterday. Excellent win. You know what? We're gonna get all into the Sixers, Sixers, Sixers. We're gonna start with the rise of Ben Simmons. What can you say? Yeah, but we're gonna talk about that. He does still have flaws, but we're definitely yeah, talking about. He's not perfect, but we're gonna talk about our playoff hopes. I, I definitely want to get into what we're gonna do in the playoffs. Um. See what teams are probably gonna cause us some interruptions there. We're gonna see how how we're gonna take because you know with it, it, it's all about the playoffs. That's what I've been saying all year. And we're gonna get into All Star break. You know some different changes, changes to the All Star game itself. The Kobe Bryant tribute in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but we'll definitely get into that. This episode seventy four. Let's get to it. Sixers, baby. All right, Faye. So last night. Yeah, the Sixers hosting the Clippers in a win, 110 to 103. Uh, you pretty much can say everybody looked okay. The guys that you wanted to look good look good, and indeed Simmons. And for me, Horford, um, who is the biggest linchpin right now to the swing because. If he can accept the role of coming off the bench and really embrace it, he played 27 minutes last night, I think that's good enough for anybody. So you, you figure if you can play that amount of minutes, 27, 30 minutes, and embrace that role, that's how we're going to win. Because him coming off the bench allows more spacing for one more wing player slash shooter. And, you know, last night was the first time you saw it, and you, you really saw the offense click. Tobias looked better at the four. You had Josh Richardson coming back. He was off his minutes restriction last night for the first time from being back. And everybody looked good. Of course, the caveat was a home game. Always, right? That's so, the one thing. That's the Jekyll and Hyde of the team is. <laughs> We played great at home. One of the, we had the best home record in the NBA, I believe. That post with the aqua man in the kitchen explained <laughs> it perfectly. Wow, that was a like great pose. That's exactly what we are. At home, we, we're looking at like an unbeatable team. And away, we look disastrous. So, it was a, so yeah, take that however you want. That was a home game. It's the last game before the All-Star break. But so it was a great game. It was a great game. So what, what are your thoughts? All right, first, I, I love watching Kawhi Leonard. As much as I hate him by heart, man, yeah, it's... He's really good. You know what it is? Is is he's such a skilled offensive player? When it's it's not about because he's not speed. He's not about trying to beat you like that. He's you gotta try to be better than. Him. If you give me a little opening, I'm gonna go in at you. You saw that last second shot against Ben Simmons. He's like, all right, you want to try to go against me? That was great. Yeah, and and Ben was playing him like he worked. Oh, he worked. He worked. He, but you know what? That's what I appreciate. If you watch the game, although Kawhi Leonard had a good game, Ben Simmons was all over. Well, Leonard was, he had 30 points. But what stuck out to me, what I got down here, 12 for 23. So, still you made efficient. It, no, but you made him work. It wasn't a 17 for 22 type of night. He only had three free three throws. So, he wasn't getting fouled. You were playing. He was made, He's a great player. He's a great, you know, he's great defense, but better offense. He's, he he knows how to do it, and Ben made him work. And that's all you that's all you can ask. Make him work. So so, so speaking of that, so Kawhi Leonard, um, Korkmaz is in the starting lineup. I am going to talk about that. I think Korkmaz, and I saw you on the post too. He, he's a bench player. Yes, he is. And I actually talked about it with you about two or three weeks ago. Like Brett got to learn that your bench players are going to get hot sometimes, but they belong on the bench because when you put them in the starting lineup, when Paul George was sticking them. 
He's not going to do nothing against Paul George. Like, he's not going to get open against Paul George. Paul George is a monster in that, in he's that not gonna get a, He's not going to get open the way that he was playing against these other two teams. Against Chicago? Against any team in the, in the playoffs against their starting lineup. And, and the backups, maybe. And, 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 and then the fact that when you all of a sudden like, switch off and you got Kawhi on you, Kawhi scored. Every time Korkmaz was on him, Kawhi scored. And this is why I would, I would start Robinson. Uh, this is tough to see it now. Or Burks, if well, we haven't even seen him play. He played yesterday. He played fourteen minutes. He had two points. I I do like so one thing that I did see on the game yesterday. The commentator, you, I haven't heard of. I haven't heard of him commentating like that. Well, I don't know. I I didn't recognize his voice, but he said something that really stuck out to me, which was Alec Burks plays pick and roll ball with Ben Simmons, and if you saw that. I have not seen a player do pick and roll like Burks and Ben Simmons did yesterday. He actually had, had the ball, had the player behind him, kept the player behind him, and then passed it to Ben Simmons. And they're right. We don't have no player that plays the pick and roll with Ben Simmons that well. No, Josh was doing it a little bit um, here and there, but well, Burks is p- supposed to be, from all accounts, the backup point guard. So, so, so we'll see how that goes. But... Jay Rich on the floor again. Um, people see only his offense, man. I, I was talking, I, I was watching this game, and I was thinking, man, the defense in this game is incredible. I love defense. And Jay Rich, everybody was playing defense because the Clippers were playing defense well too. It was, it was really, it was a good game. Great defensive. It was a, it was a playoff game. It was everything you wanted it to be. And as a Sixers fan, as a Sixers fan, and to get the W, um, I. I think it's clear who the who the glue guy, who the leader of the team. Hold on, hold who, on. Who all that is. Let me let me finish speaking my points on this. So we also had Joel Embiid come back. You know the whole chit and chatter from he wanted to go to Miami, whatever. He came back with a strong game. Did you really believe that? Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen. Listen. Because this is what I, I heard this on the radio and it made me think, okay, that that's something different. So the day before he tweets this out, um, Bill Simmons, mm-hmm. he, he, he was speaking on the radio and he was saying that people around the NBA are talking about Embiid possibly being traded. Okay. And, when, and he's an inside NBA person. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that, that other teams are saying that, that the next day he puts out something like that, there has to be something going on. If, if, if I heard that afterwards, and this was before, this was a day before, if I heard that afterwards, okay, everybody's saying it now. But maybe from those talks, that's what I'm like, what, I believe. What do you think is going on? <clears throat> I think it's one of those Westbrook... Durant thinks he wants to be the star, and I think he's starting to see that Ben Simmons is a star. That may be. That may be. And he got to learn to live with that. But I don't think it's to the point where he's saying to anybody. Not training. No, not right now. No, 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 no. Okay, no. So the one thing I understand is players get upset too. If, if I'm the all-star of the Philly team, and listen, he represents as well. Always the. You see him in the summer going to play in South Street. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see Ben Simmons doing that. And, 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 I, and I like Ben Simmons. We want to talk about that. You don't see Tobias doing that. Well, he, he goes out into neighborhoods and stuff, so I guess so. But you do see Joel Embiid a lot about Philly. So maybe coming in, it, it, it hurt him. It, it hurt him that he got booed in his own hometown. Like, he's like, y'all boy, y'all boy, really? But the quote... See, this is, see, I like the quote. Uh-huh. Well, of course. You know what I mean? It, if, you're the, if you're a Batman, and that's what the analogy in every single basketball analogy, who's Batman, who's Robin? Well, in the movie, Batman has to face with the fact of, you know, the cops don't like Batman. They think he's a bad guy. Live long enough to see, you either die the hero, but live, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. So to me, I love the quote. I love what he said. Like, uh-huh. that's, what, that's, that's, that's what a Batman has to deal with. You feel me? 
Um, and I'm sure that he wishes that he hadn't responded to Jimmy at all because he didn't say, yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I would love to be there. He just, you know, he just said, yeah, I know what you mean. And he, he you know what I mean? And Jimmy is his old head. You know what I mean? And of course, Jimmy's going to try and get Embiid to come there. He's not going anywhere. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He's not talking to anybody saying, oh, yeah, I don't like it here. I need to go. He's facing adversity for the first time in his career. All great players have to go through it. He handles his differently. And he's back to being on social media and handling it that way. I that's how, listen, if that's what he has to do, that's what he has to do. Because because this is the thing. If you go out here and play well, nobody's going to tell you to stop. No. If that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. Nobody cares. But don't come out here bombing that out. Now you come out here and you put up zero, then people are going to say something. You got to just deal with that. What's the best play from yesterday? I want to see if you agree with me. You, you watched the game, right? Totally. What's the best play from Embiid yesterday? Let me tell you, and I don't think he scored this point. For me, yeah, it was the block on Marquise Morris or Mark Marcus Morris. Not so <laughs> when he back went right in. It looked just like Shaq yeah. when he went straight in through the middle, ran full speed. Do you remember that? Ran full speed, went right into the middle, right into the post, got so deep in the post that they had to foul him. Like he was back. I never saw him do that. But like he ran because you know what? He got beat a lot of times, and he's. I think he's starting to notice that speedy centers. Are just going full speed on him and getting the dunk. That's why these players are, are getting off on the, the the centers are getting off because they're faster than B. So he he probably he went real fast, got in got in post position. It looked just like Shaq, and he had to get fouled. I was like, I have not seen MB do that. And if he could take that step up, that's amazing. So let's get into it. The whole space. Let's get into it. Then, well, first of all, one more thing. Sorry, before we get into Ben Simmons, which we're going to get into the rise of Ben Simmons. Props to Brett for finally doing what the fans asked. Al Horford to the bench. Gives you a leadership position and doesn't, doesn't make it less. Like, he's still a leader. Do it from the bench. He's still got, what you say, 30 minutes? Yeah, 27 minutes. Come on, man. That, that's good. That's a, starter. that's a starter's minutes. Props to Brett for that. Let's get into the rise of Ben Simmons. He has been, listen, I think the good and the bad, when Joel and B went out, anybody thought it was bad? Okay, Ben Simmons, you know what, yo? I'm going to take over games. I see him becoming more aggressive. You saw him start to do the first two quarters and then the third and fourth started falling out. He's starting to do it all game now. Man. I have not seen him be so aggressive in trying to get it in. Listen, you don't have a shot. Okay. But back then, we used to say, you don't have a shot, but you used always, always, and he still passes it a lot. That's going to be him. But he's actually taking it in players. It looks all weird because he's a weird kind of looking lefty to the right player. Those, those few layups he made, the one that he... Oh, that one was lucky. Said, that was, that was listen, lucky. But, no, listen, that was... Listen. That was a throw. No, no, no. It was. But players... Players make that when they're being aggressive. Oh, you know yeah. What I'm like, <clears throat> you had to guard it. And that, that was on a pick and roll. And I, I was, everybody was talking to me yesterday. I texted them. The 15 foot pick and roll with him and Joel Embiid is working. It was Kawhi Leonard sticking Ben Simmons and the center is Zubak or Marcus Morris. But when, it was mostly Zubak, actually. And they didn't know how to defend that. Both of them were lost. And Ben Simmons scored, I think, most of his points like that, I swear, which were not fast breaks, of course. But he had the layup. He, didn't, I don't think he, he only dunked it that one time when he went up and he had a great pass. He got dunked. But other than that, he got layups. Layups, 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 layups all day. But aggressive layups. He wasn't scared. What else am I seeing? I was saying his passing was okay in the beginning of the season. I was saying that. I was saying his passing's not great. I don't see him being like, of course, like to compare him to LeBron James, but let's, maybe let's compare him to uh, Dane Lillard. Like, he, he, he doesn't always pass, but he was not a great pass. He's a good pass. You know what? I've been seeing him find the open guy. I've been seeing when he sees a mismatch, pass it right to them. 
I still hate the going right into jump and pass. He's got to stop that. But other than that, I've been seeing him find more open players and seeing him lead them to the basket. And I like that. I think him finding the pick and roll is so crucial right now because we didn't see that last year in the playoffs. We didn't see him pick and roll. He, he wasn't the roll man a lot. No, not last year. He, he, he's, and he's using that pick and roll with Embiid. And that's going to be huge, guys. Huge. You said that we were built for the playoffs. We are. We are. But we're showing that we're not. And if we, and it's like, so I don't want to think we're built for the playoffs and then we lose and we don't get the home court advantage. Like right now, we're probably going to be a fourth and fifth, fourth against fifth seed kind of thing. I know you don't think that because we, we actually have a less of a, 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 a not bad schedule lately, right? Well, five games behind Boston, three games behind Miami. We'll get to, we'll get to one of those top four one of those top four spots. I'm telling you, um, we only play like eight playoff teams. I was looking at it the last twenty eight, twenty nine, I think something games. Play eight playoff teams. We got to do what we got to do. We got better players. I, like, listen, I liked James Ennis last year. But he wasn't doing nothing this year. You don't have to worry about Mike Scott getting minutes. Yeah. First of all, my, I was just going to bring him up. Doesn't he look lost out there now? He, doesn't he even, looks like he shouldn't be in the team. He then. shouldn't. It's, it's, it's gotten that bad with him. Like, yesterday I was watching, I'm like, now with these players, I'm like. You see how much you relied on something where you shouldn't have been relying on. Like, we were like, yeah, Mike Scott's going to be the reason why we. No, he's not. Like, this team, I, like, the, the team wasn't that good. Like, and even the addition, just the addition of a better, just just the addition of better bench players. Well, we allows, that we listen, need bench. <laughs> but a lot, and then it allows you to make the switch of Al Horford. You know what I mean? It, even, like, Korkmaz playing better, giving him a shot. But now you even have other guys that you could throw in there that you don't have to worry about. Like, nobody wanted to see Shake Milton starting the rest of the season, right? Nobody. You know what I mean? Like, nobody, you want to see Matisse out there, but he's not really ready. The offensive game is not ready yet, and he gets fouls too. He gets, yeah, I was about to say, he gets silly fouls because, A, he's a rookie. He's guarding the best player most of the time. He's not going to get that call a lot. Yeah, and I saw a block yesterday. Yeah. He had a few blocks. Yeah, but that, that one block from the three-point line, like, where did he come from? Like, shoot. Listen, he's learning and learning and learning and gaining experience. But he's he's also should be coming off the bench. So either yeah. Glenn Robinson or Burks is most likely going to be starting the rest of the year. And I love Horford coming off the bench. And even the the the, the few moments where Embiid and Horford were on the floor together, That's good. it wasn't long enough where it started to get clogged yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was. I saw minutes. it one time clogged up. Yeah, a whole game when yeah. it was done. <laughs> It was it was it was it was a good game. It's, it doesn't mean that we're ready. It doesn't. It's just a sign of showing that. Because I remember last year when we, you know, one of the first games we got Tobias and we had Jimmy already. We played Denver and we were playing like Houston and we were beating teams like that. But that didn't matter, you know. Come playoffs, so I'm not going to jump the gun and say like, oh yeah, this is what it's going to be like. The rest of the season going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, of course. The target is on our back because, you know, we have young players that walk around like they've already won something. So now they got to go out here and prove it. And yesterday, you're just happy to have seen some type of growth in both of their games and learning to play with each other. Because right now, that's, that's the only way we'll key. win. Is if they'll win. Like, if they can play together and both have effect. 26, look. What did Ben Simmons end up with? Ben had 26, 26, 12, and 10. That's the biggest number for me right there. Three turnovers. Three turnovers. That's it. Because he wasn't picking up his dribble or jumping in the air too much. Or and I, I know the one joint he threw over the head of somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, but the other ones were, un, you know, you, you, want, you want your turnovers to be aggressive turnovers, going to the basket, somebody might strip it or you know what I mean? You try and go for a shot, and it might not go. It might go off of you and, and go out of bounds, something like that. But you don't want the dumb turnovers. So hold on, because, oh, Jojo had twenty six points as well. 
You know what I mean? So yeah, both of them had combined for 52. Jojo was 8 for 17. He was 8 for 13 from the line. He could have had even more. You know, because he you know he shoots better from the line than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Josh Richardson with 21. Oh, yeah, 21? Uh, yeah, Josh Richardson, yeah. Well, I know the fourth quarter, he went off. Yeah, he but I, I, that's why I didn't know how much he ended up with. I know he had a lot. Tobias <laughs> had 17 points, 12. Well, an aggressive five. 17 points. It, it, it felt like more because of he was being aggressive, right? It felt like Tobias he played his was, role one, was one of the leading scorers. And, you, and then you look up and you're like, oh, he only had 17. And it's not only 17 because... You have a team where you don't need Tobias to go for 30 if these guys are doing what they're supposed to do. And ben Tobias was sticking Paul George yesterday, too. Listen, Ben's sticking Kawhi. And what I was going to get into earlier, um, the, the glue guy. The guy, that's, once he's gotten back on the court, the team has been different. Josh Richardson. And everybody's saying that now that he's the leader, he's the, he's the one that called the meeting. He's the second ball handler. I said it. I said it when we got him. I, the reason I didn't mind losing Jimmy as much was because we got him back. And no, he's not as good as Jimmy. He's not that. But he can play. And I he, actually he think comes, he's better defensively. Well, he is better defensively now. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But he came from a winning culture. He knows what it's like in Miami. He had Pipe Riley for a GM. And, you know, Spolcher's, you know, as a coach. So he knows how to win and what it takes. So he's not going to come over and bring any type of nonsense. And you, you, knew, you knew that. You knew Al Horford was coming from his experience. You might be right there, man. That, that's actually a good thing. The, the glue of the team is probably Josh Richardson. It is. He does. It, like, even when he... Like, you saw that, how everybody was cheering for him when, like, the whole bench was guy getting up. Like, yo, he was hitting big shots. He was playing great defense. He, and that's, he's been doing that all year long. And this, and this is the thing. Like, he'll go for 21. And, and, and he'll, he'll do that. But some nights he'll give you 10 boards. Other nights he'll give you four blocks. Other nights he'll give you five steals. He'll do whatever it takes that night to get it done. And he'll, you know, he'll keep so the points. But yeah, he, you know what I mean? So he's what Horford was to the Celtics last year. I could say it like that. Like, he doesn't have to get you the big point, but he does everything else. He's, and his buckets are tiny. When you need a bucket the most, oh, here's Josh Richardson. Three. Woo! Put you up 10 late. You're like, okay. He hit two great threes yesterday, man. When we were up one, bam, four. They got three oh, yeah, again. Yeah, 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 Shamit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Shamit was a dagger yesterday. He was playing well. Shamit, I'm, sure, I'm sure he has a special. Whew. I'm sure he didn't like being traded. No. I mean, he's, no. In a, he's in a good situation, so he's not yeah, too yeah. mad. But I'm sure he likes to come back and remind everybody what, yeah, what he was. He was, he, he was a dagger yesterday. He's exactly what he needed. <laughs> but it's two guys on that team. I mean, Shamit, of course, but I really wanted Morris. I really wanted Morris. And you see why. Like, he can play, he brings you that toughness. Like, he's what, Mike, what, what we thought Mike Scott could be. You know what I mean? Eh. Like, as far as, like, just being an enforcer and, and hitting Forget some Morris, big buckets. Forget Morris, I'm not saying that in a good way, yo. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I don't no, want listen. him. I ain't want him here. Oh, I, he's I, losing culture. Get out of here, man. Nobody want nothing with him. Who's Why? He? What you mean? Get out of here, man. I, I, like, I like him. I like his toughness. But, you know what I mean? He's not here, so. You know, you know getting back into it. Um, ben Simmons. Well, Ben, like I said yesterday, what he was doing the most that I liked, of course, as a point guard, he wasn't picking up his dribble. Even if it was, he was he was driving, and the defender got in his way, he spun, tried to go for a layup. A lot of times he was getting it. And then, you know, what, would happen, what was happening off of that, the guys were collapsing after two or three times of that happening. Now you have open, wide open guys that are hitting, you know what I mean? And they were hitting the shots yesterday. Of course, they were at home. Like I said, the caveat. But you got to take that and love it because it's growth. It is growth. It is. Because before he would, the guy would get in his way, he would just stop. He might. He needs to start speaking up. And, and this is where I'm like, let me talk about a little bit of the bad. He needs to put himself or the coach or something because if he wants, it seems like he has the leadership qualities, but he's not the leader. I don't know if I could 
or he needs somebody behind him to tell him what to do to become a leader. Because he's never had a team. Because like you think about it, even when even when LeBron went to Miami, D-Way had to tell him. Yeah, yeah. You have to take the range. You're the number one but guy. But that's what I'm saying. It could happen still. And and just the fact that he played <clears throat> both sides so well. He's not injury prone. He could play a whole forty damn minutes. It's, he's he's been he's been good. He's actually calling plays out. He's telling them be come out like. I did see that a lot. You like that, right? You yeah. like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Remember, I, I tell you, I watch those things. Like a lot of people watch just offense and watch people score, and you know, you got those levels of fans. And I'm a fan that watches everything. I, I, I try to, especially on the Sixers, I try to see everything. And yeah, Ben Simmons looks like a potential leader. What did I tell you that Greg Popovich and Tony Parker and said about point guards? They hit their prime at 25. How old are they? 23, 24. I, I was actually thinking, so I know usually, I, I, I was thinking about this in the car ride here. Like, listen, you have those levels of fans. And those low-level fans didn't notice Curry until about a good five, six years. Yes. Fans noticed him. He shot well. It was like, oh, okay, you know. But He's Del Curry. He knew him as Del Curry. Del Curry's son, yeah. Then the people that are a fan, like when, like, especially you, tell them, I remember you telling me about Curry in Creighton. Where was he playing? Where was, was No. Um, or wherever he was playing at. Oh, my God. I remember you telling um, they. Davidson, yeah, Davidson. Davidson, yeah. So I remember you telling me about him, and he, he were like, yo, he used to kill it in college. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll wait for him to come out. And I noticed it. I was like, wow, yo. He, listen, Steph Curry in college is one of my all-time college memories. Every year he went to the tournament, he was going, he knew he was going to do something. And, and that's the thing. Like, So when you saw the Warriors come up, it wasn't a surprise to you. People were acting like it was so surprising. It wasn't a surprise because that's what was coming out. Like, like, it takes players a while. These players are young. Like, we still have these guys. I think NBA's twenty going to turn 25. So, good, 23, 25, 24, 20. We could have these guys till 30 years old. If, you, if they can make it work and, and get the... Listen. Get that pick and roll going. Every single... Get that pick and roll going every game. Superstars come with the drop. Especially in basketball. Because you have all these egos... And you're trying to mess them because you need the egos to mesh. And that's what even like a guy, a coach like Phil Jackson, his X's and O's were good. And triangle offense was great. But he was always um, giving a lot of credit for being able to get guys to play together. You know what I mean? And put their egos aside. That's, you know what I mean? At this level, that's what you really need. So if they can figure it out and stay together, you know what I mean? Actually, be a team like you said, the Warriors, who stuck together, Clay and Thompson, and and brought team people to them. Then that's what you really want, and stick together forever, their whole careers. That would be love. If, you know what I mean? If Ben can continue to play the way he played last night, and as, and as well as Joel playing the way he played, you know he still got the touches that he wanted. I think, and, and honestly, I want Joel to win the ball. I want him, I, I see, and that, that's, that's, that's the only problem I had with Joel, honestly, and this whole thing is, I'd rather you come out and say, listen, I want the ball. Because you don't, like, people will have a, they, they're going to be like, yeah, I get you. And they're not, not going to understand you saying, I don't, I don't know how I'm having fun. All that's BS. All, that's, all that doesn't matter. Because if you were getting the ball, and you were the only one getting the ball, you wouldn't care about having it. Would be cool. So you want the ball, and that's that's what it is. And just say that because I want my players, every single one of them, to want the ball. It's up to it's up to the coach to get everybody to understand their role and know that there's a pecking order and all that. But for Joel and B to 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 want the ball is a great thing because you know what were we saying about them? We wanted him to what shoot the ball more. So if you have a guy, you like you say, you always coaches always say you you rather try and tame the fire than try and get the fire lit. 
So you want that to happen, and it's up to Brett right now. Get everything to go. You got the pieces. You got a bench. You, you can fit. You can tinker things and get a and get a rotation that's really, really, really nice right now. We can keep both of these guys happy, and we can win multiple championships. That's how it should be. That's what the pro- we'll get into it. You know, I'm, you know, we'll be, we'll be getting into it. But we're you know we're gonna go live next Tuesday. We're gonna get into the whole process. Going into the whole process, we're gonna bring it all down up until this point. And see what you know. And we're gonna break down. What do you feel about the process? But that's that's for Tuesday. So, we'll get into that. Speaking later. of MB, about one in the ball. Don't give him the ball if he's not inside the paint or at least close to it. And yesterday he got denied the ball like two or three times, and you could tell he was mad. I don't care. Be mad. You shouldn't be all the way out here asking for the ball when you got a smaller guy on you. Get get it right before the paint, right right above the paint. It's your spot or in the paint. I know it's hard to get in there, but use your body, man. You're a big dude. You're bigger than 90, 95% of the NBA. Like, you, you got to get that inside. If you come out, unless you're playing the pick and roll, unless you know you're shooting the three, I'm not giving you the ball right next to you when you're trying to post up near the 3.9. I don't want him to get the ball there. And I saw them like three times not giving the ball. Good. And who do I tell that to? Brett Brown. He did a great job yesterday. Well, I, you know, Brett, he did do a good job, but you know, I, already, I like Brett. But yeah. you know, we need, this is what a point guard is supposed to do. I ain't always, listen, you want a fast break, get your big man coming down the wing, you give it to him at the top of the key. Your coach is going to look at you if he turns the ball over because he's going to say, why would you give it to him? That's not where he's supposed to be. That's not where he belongs. He's not comfortable out there. So you need Ben to be able to say, but listen, man, I had it. Listen, I put, listen, I played with a point guard once. And he didn't do this to me. He told this to somebody else. He said, if you don't do what I tell you to do, you will not touch the ball for the rest of this game. <laughs> and, I, and I promise you on everything I love, that man did not touch the ball for the rest of the game. It was like early first quarter. It was a, it was, you know, it wasn't like, you know, it was, it was like a Sunny Hill type of game or something like that. So it was a, a, a coach. They run a, no, you're doing this. You're not touching the ball. But that's that's what a point guard is. That he's the he's the extension of the coach. You know what I mean? So you have to have somebody that can do that on the court as well because the coach can't be on the court and say, Joel, what are you doing? Ben, what are you doing? You need somebody that's going to hold everybody kind of on the floor. So, you know, it might it might be Josh Richardson. It might be a little bit of Al Horford as well. But somebody, and I hope it's Ben, that will ultimately say, yeah, I didn't give you the ball, JoJo, because you're at the 3.9. We need you on the box. And, and JoJo to respect it because he's playing at a level that demands that respect. And that's, that's what happens with, with greatness. And that's what you have. I, I want to see. I hope. I hope. I hope. I want to see Ben Simmons take on a bigger role in the speaking <clears throat> terms. I feel like so. I feel like when he gets interviewed, he's too. I guess you could say. I don't know how to say this. Uh, sarca- he's sarcastic. He's sarcastic almost every time you interview. He's cocky. I know. Be cocky and be the leader. Mm. Be cocky and, and say those things. You know, I, I can't give the ball to people that are out of position. Well, he's not going to say that. Yeah, you know, but, but that's what I mean. Like, it, he should get to that level. He got it. Well, you, you're talking. Nah, he's never going to. He's never going to publicly shame his teammates because that will cause a rift. Well, no, no, no. In, in that sense, yeah, I guess so. I, I, but but I know what you mean. You want him to say more. He's not the. He's not the. the, the he's not the vocal leader type in the media. Like even when you see, like, he's not, I mean, he's on social media, his pictures, and never him talking or doing anything major. He's low key. He's not, no, he's not. He's not in the games. He's not JoJo, who is outgoing and he'll go out there and say, yeah, we just what we need to do. We play like this, we play like that. And Ben is the type that, you know, deflected and act like nothing's really wrong. And I really, and you know, he won't really say much to the media, and that's just his. I think that's just his personality. But I get what you're saying as far as you would like. I just him want him to become a leader. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you want him to become, but that comes from first of all, you have to earn it from playing 
at a level where people are going to listen to you no matter what you say. This, this is his year, yeah. This is his year. We'll see. Like even even yesterday, like you saying deflecting, you're right. When he when him and Mark and being and Marcus Morris getting into it, Ben Simmons took Joel and beat out like yeah, he's just trying to get you technical, man. That's all he's trying to do. Yeah. Get you technical. I, I, I like that kind of stuff. That's what you need. You need people that are gonna you know keep a level head, and that's the one thing you can always. Like Ben does it even when he turns the ball over. When he, you don't really ever see his face change. No, he always has. All right, next play. Just you know what I mean. No matter what these guys say, no matter what people saying about me on the court. Like, did you see his jump shot yesterday? I saw it. It was. I like it. I, but that's what I'm saying. That's people, people, are, asking, people are asking three point shot, three point shot. Like I'm not that. asking three point shot all the time, man. I'm asking people to have to try to guard you there too because they know you can shoot from there. Because he doesn't shoot and and that's what he has to change. But that little fadeaway, I was like, that looked nice. That looked really nice. This is the thing, when he does shoot, it's always, (laughs) he's two for two for three. You know what I mean? So, whatever. But let's get into this all-star game. Okay. First of all, it's let's explain the All Star Game to people. So it's is a bunch of charity. You get money for charity every quarter, correct? Yeah, pretty much every quarter, except no, including the fourth, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Every quarter you get the winning. You got Team Giannis and Team LeBron. Yeah. If you win a quarter, you get the winnings for charity. So they're trying to make it more competitive by quarter. The first three quarters. Uh huh. Is individual winning of the quarter. Individual winners each team. So if Team Brown wins quarters one and three, they get money to their charity. And Giannis, of course, wins quarter two. They get money to that charity. So then in the fourth quarter, those three scores get added up. Yeah. So then you have a score of, let's say, 120 to 125. Yes. They're going to add 24 points for memory of Kobe. And that's going to be the final score. So oh, to, the, to the higher score. Yeah, so the, so it was 125 to 120. You had 24 points to 125. It was 149. And the game goes to 149. So, so and, then, and then that's the final. And then I get, they get more charity. But that's the winning team. Yeah. So, so it's, still, it's still, in essence, a game of four quarters. Mm-hmm. It's just individual incentives in each quarter to play well. So you don't have to, so let's say, the first quarter where nobody's playing well. And they're throwing the a bunch of alley-oops and... A lot of turnovers. You're going to have guys playing to try and get money towards that charity because they're trying to win that first quarter. Same with the second. Same with the third. You're trying to create a more competitive game. Let me tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something that nobody ever says. The All-Star game has been like this for years. For years. I I hate when people say that back then people used to compete more. When? Oh, no, 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 no. Back when Jordan and Isaiah and Patrick. They still play like, yo, it, it was almost the same thing. Like, I could say it was a little more at, in the third quarter or fourth quarter, but it, first and second quarter was always a playful kind of quarter, man. It wasn't as, it wasn't as. It was really bad, I would say, two years ago. But, but It got silly. It got, it got silly. I, yes. Yeah. I guess to the so. Point where guys so maybe it's because they try to change it so much. No, 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 this no. Is, this, this crap about uh, them picking their players and doing all this. Well, that's this is why it's getting silly. I don't, I never, I don't, I still don't like this picking other players stuff. East versus West, you play for your, your it's your, more competitive. Though. I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand that. But, but now that, that, but that's why they're trying to add this, all oh, the charity in the first quarter. You doing all this because there's no competitive fire no more. Because because you got new different players, but like I said back in the day, you know, listen, man, even when Shaq and Penny was playing with Jordan, there, you know, them All Star games wasn't garbage. Like, do you remember when 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 Latrell uh, Sprewell banged on Scottie Pippen, Deuce hands? Like, them guys wasn't playing around. He was like, I'm gonna bang on you. Yeah, it wasn't, and it wasn't like Scottie Pippen was letting him go. Just like he was trying to stop him. You feel me? This yeah, wasn't but, that yeah, talk, but yeah, but you're also like I always say, but. I guarantee you that same game. Watch the first two quarters. Watch the first two quarters of almost any All-Star game, and it's playful, you know? It's, it's been playful. It's always been the third. Like, you're, it's like 
when Iverson was at the All Star game and he noticed, he's like, oh shoot, I have like sixteen points at halftime. I'm gonna try to win it now. And then he went on on a, a shooting spree. You know what I mean? Like it, it's things like that. Like first and second quarter is so boring. Even when AI, even when AI was playing, it was it, that's like when they started saying like, because you know he was coming. That's the the one in Philly. He didn't even play. You know he was he was you know what I mean he was partying the night before. Like I'm talking about back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, like well, maybe I didn't watch it. Well, I mean, I remember the Charles Freewell, so it's not like. I, like, listen, man. When he was when he dunked on Pippen, that game was lit from start. Like those games used to be lit. Like I'm not saying that they used to go out there and play at a hundred percent, like it was game final. I'm talking about. There's times now where guys don't even run pack, back past half court. No, in the, the All Star. No, but that's what that's what I'm saying. You're right, but but like I said, <laughs> those the, are, that's when they got. That's now it's. Still, I guess you're right, but the third and fourth quarters. I, I still have some memorable third and fourth quarters in the All Star games because because that's a little different. But but what I'm trying to say is that it's it, it's not that big a difference. Man. The and reason Kobe why the LeBron reason why was going at it, he told LeBron to shoot it, and, and you saw me that game. You know that was a memorable game because you know what? It also had, that was Jordan's last All Star game I'm too. You, that man, was, it was, listen, it was different players. Like people, people knew how to entertain. They knew how to. They were playing. You know, it was token defense. It went from token defense to no defense. For the first I guess you know right. what I mean. There, like, there's no really defense. Really there's no defense now in the third quarter, and that's where it's getting bad too. And yeah, so you're right on that. No defense is bad. I want to. I want to see. Like this is why guys like Devin Booker need to be in the All Star game because he's least he'll try to like like you know what I'm saying. I I hope it gets back because so. What's going on, obviously, is people are playing together since 13. Social media keeps people together. Back then, you didn't even know these players. Yeah, that's true. The only time you really got a chance to really hang out with them was, like, the All-Star yeah. game. That is, that is true. That's, that's well, what you like, expect, man. It's like, I'm saying. You had it. You had it. You, you wanted. There, were, there was always a level of high competition, even though you knew it wasn't finals or playoff level. You know what I mean? Because there was like I'm old, like the biggest All Star game in my in my I think my generation, and it's funny because it's the fourth quarter of Michael Jordan's last All Star game because it was just so it went to overtime that game. That's when Jordan missed that wide open dunk and it was it was still great because Iverson went off. It was that Iverson Marbury remember that like it it was a crazy. All-Star game. It went to overtime. Listen, man. Chill. Listen, man. Oh, that, that, that was the but, but it happened what? In the third or fourth quarter? What I hope that, you know what I mean? And, it needs to be play more defense. That's really what's the problem at the end at the end of the game. It's because everybody says offense sells. Offense to me is getting boring, yo. It's, it's becoming... The reason why offense to me is becoming boring because it's either a three-point shot or a dunk. Two, two most, two most. I will two most I, I can understand that, the, Game. That's why I love Kawhi Leonard so much, I guess you could say. Because it's like, he's so skilled that he'll kill you at the 2.9. He'll go to his spot. He knows how to shoot. He has the same shot every game. It's just, he's a skilled player. I can see that. Like A lot of people don't like the fact that there's a lot of shots in the basketball period now. And again... Yeah, but, um, I mean that's I mean that's the evolution of the game that, that we that D'Antoni did, and people were saying that Curry did. No, D'Antoni, man, D'Antoni started this crap, y'all. And I, 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 I remember, think so. I think so. I remember watching Phoenix and being like, "That's crazy! All they do is shoot and try to get rebounds." That's, I remember them playing so fast, running fast. They were the first team that the fast break. They'd rather choose a three than dunking. Do you remember that? The people used to be like, "Yo, come on, you got you you make sure of the dunk." So shooting the three, D'Antoni was like, "No, nah, shoot the three if you're open." I think D'Antoni started this whole damn thing. He might have, he just might have. Seven seconds, seven second offense. He was the had. first person that said to to like compare the percentages and prove his up, prove right that he said the three point percent, the two point percent is the worst shot in basketball. He's he's he told he he told Jim Jackson at one point, Jim Jackson. <laughs> Also back and found a guy on the on the fast break layup, you know, make him earn it at the line. 
He told him, no, we don't do that here. You let him you let him score so you can get the ball and get it up the floor fast. Oh my god, because he definitely might have <laughs> swung this. People love it. People you tell me people that love people people love offense, but it's it's to a point where offense has gotten so ridiculous. I, I will it's almost I feel like and this is my feeling, this it's not conspiracy, I'm not saying this is really what's happening. It's like the refs are playing for Vegas by foul so much. Like, it's like everything is a foul. They determine games like that, man. Listen, the, refer- <laughs> the refereeing is just... It, I feel like in all levels of sport, it is hard to put, keep it in human eyes because the game, everybody... Everything's getting faster except to the refs. But no, no, I'm not... Okay, so no, 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 I'm no, not no, calling no. on the refs. I'm calling it on, like, how the league changed the game to be so offensive that they have to call these silly little fouls. Like, silly little fouls. Listen, guys are bigger, faster, stronger. You know what I'm saying? So they're changing the rules. Everything is under the eye of safety. So you can't come down and be super physical anymore. That's all it comes down to. You got to... Now, if you slide your feet like you're supposed to in defense on, on offense, you know what I mean? Like, if the guy doesn't move on you, then you can't defend. You can't defend it. Or you foul. You know what I'm saying? So, I see what you're saying. They definitely tinkered it to be more offensive, of course. They, and you know, wonder why players are like, where's the foul? Because it's every single thing. Every single time. Every, every single person tries to get a call. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I almost feel like they play with Vegas that way. Like, how does it get so close? Because they call foul sometimes, and you'd be like, "Where's the foul?" Sometimes, but this is when, but this is that's this is where I was going with that. Back in the day, right? I'm not. Listen, no, no, hoping no, no, on top Detroit bad boys. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, back in the day, with referees in all sports, right? Athletes weren't as fast. Dude, like you're 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 a ref, like you're you're human eyes, you know. Never saw a six ten guy like Ben Simmons run that fast. That's crazy. So you're right. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you you're asking human eyes to to speed up with the athletes that's been going. Like they used to be good because the game wasn't as fast. You know what I'm saying? Now they gotta call these. Like even I'm I'm thinking more of football. I don't know hockey like that. But <clears throat> but then they add to refs for that for that exact. They purpose? try to, but it's still a human error. You know what I'm saying? So now you got bigger, faster, stronger guys, and you're trying to 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 like I always say like the evolution of um, robotic um, referees is coming. It needs to start in baseball with the strike zone and all that, but that's a whole other story. But you know what I mean? Like now you had it to that level because it's always subjective when it comes to refereeing. It's well, how did the ref proceed? Was it enough to inform the quarter whistle? Was it that's not enough? Game, and that's, that's part, part of the game. That's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you you don't want to take that out. You know what I mean? Like I think, it's, yeah. I think eventually down the line it will, it will take to that role. But that's part of, like you say, like you don't. You, how can you really take that out? So, you know, I just think that the evolution of the athlete. You know what I mean? You, and it's not like you're. You know, you can train your eyeballs to move faster. You know what I'm saying? Or your brain to process what's going on. Like, hey, you're, still, you're, you're still looking at it as... Who knows what the future holds, right? They're probably going to help it all along. Yeah, so, you know, right? Yeah, Who knows? The futures are right around the corner. Who knows? You know what I mean? But, so I think that... I don't think that the... Ref, I just think that the... You know what I mean? So it's made refereeing, the level of it, go down to right. me. Across the board and everything. So now you see the now, the, now you're noticing how bad, like the refs are bad a lot. A lot of times you're questioning calls, you're like, what is that? Or how'd you call that? Or how was that a foul? Or how didn't you call that a foul? Or why was, you know what I mean? Like, I saw Lou Williams go to the bucket a few times and not get a call. And it's like. I also see five. And, and this rookie stuff that they don't get calls, I get it. But damn, it's like they blame some calls on him for no damn reason. And see, I don't. See, I, I, never, I right like like I something you know what I mean when when I was saying about the defense though too like this is how much it's changing like Shaq said something really good yesterday he's like when when they took away hand checking and they made it a foul it made it so much easier for him to come in and dunk on people <laughs> yeah and he was like this is why he's surprised that Joel Embiid is so big and he don't try to get the foul every time. Because when he does do it, he gets a foul. 
And, and, and that's why I like that Joel Embiid did that yesterday. The one that's why that he didn't even make uh-huh. got the foul. Do that. Do that. You're going to get the foul inside. And like I said, what I've been saying all year, all the Sixers, don't play all time. That's what we're going But, um, All-Star game. All-Star game, right? The three-point contest. So, how about that? So, as always, like, listen, <laughs> share, and subscribe. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, well, no, but you were saying it's a four-point shot. They're adding it. No, so it's not. So it's not a four-point shot. I think it's just an extra three-point shot, six foot away from the arc. Okay. So they're adding twenty-seven shots instead of twenty-five, and they're just adding those. Two. And it's ten extra seconds, so it's ninety instead of eighty. So I believe so, but only I think in the second round only. Uh, okay. 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 So you got um real quick. I'm gonna read off the names. Dame Lillard. Yeah, I was thinking Dame too, but Trey Young, Dame, Joe, uh, Joe Harris, Zach Levine, Buddy Hill, Devontae, uh, Graham, Duncan Robinson, and um, Bertans from Washington. So anybody else? Well, Trey Young, of course, and I actually think Joe Harris. Now, if they do extend the clock, that works to his favor because he got a slow shot. So, if you could slow it down a little bit for him, I think that'll work for him. But I'm gonna go with a dark horse. I think. Buddy Hughes. I think he got a shot. I think he got a shot. Yeah. I like Buddy. I like. I like. Now, well, who, you know, um, I think uh, you know, I don't even look at the dunk contest. I think it's. Uh, it's Dwight Howard. It's um, Aaron Gordon, isn't it? Aaron Gordon, uh, what's the other dude? Uh, we just played him. Oh, it's some boy, uh, Connington from. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's gonna be boring. Man. <laughs> yeah, the dunk contest has gotten so bad. I don't even look forward to it no it's more. Like, I look forward to a three point contest. It's hard. I really, I really think that they should just have like the best dunkers. Period. They're not gonna have. No, no, no. Oh, like, against yeah. the, could you see all these videos of guys doing crazy dunks? So coming yeah. to the, you know what I mean? Like, do that against some NBA talent or team up with an NBA players so y'all could do some crazy type of dunk like that. You know what I mean? Whoever had the best team or something like that. Maybe you could do something like that because there's no originality. Or get the stars. Get some incentive to get the stars back into it. All this will go away. If you know, what I mean, the reason the start dunk contest was great because the winners or the people competing were stars. They were Doc, Kobe, Jordan, of course. You know what I mean? Like guys were coming in, and it was an honor to win the dunk contest. Now it's like, nah, who cares? Yeah, it's all like the way Howard back in the dunk. <laughs> this, is, uh, this one is just bad. This one is really bad. I think this is gonna be one of the worst ones. Cause I, I don't know. I I think the last good one was, and that's because they were such great dunkers. Because they were still young. Was Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon went, went at it, but they still weren't even the star players that now they're considered star players. But back then they were just what the second year. Yeah. So it was it was that kind of as as we're not gonna see another. Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, Andre Iguodala, and Steve Francis, was it? Uh, Iggy, Iggy should have won that one job. That's, that's yeah, it's not. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to have the All-Star this weekend. Mm-hmm. Look forward to the Sixers. Real quick, if the Sixers go against Miami, will there be a problem in the playoffs? I don't think anybody's going to be a problem for them. Oh, come on. Come on. You know what? Let's leave that to the next show. We'll start off with that. Who is going to be a problem in the playoffs? Good with that? I'm fine with that. All right. As always? As always. As always, like, listen, share, and subscribe.